Okay, so we're going to pick it up from Daf Memvav Amid Beis. The Gemara says two lines to the bottom. Tanar Abanan Misha Amar Misha Bav Amar Gerani. Someone who comes and says that he's a Ger, Yachan Nekablani. You might think that you should accept him without investigating. Tamlam Itcha B'Muchsiklach. You have to look into it. So the Taisus on the next Amid explains that the halacha is that if someone comes and says that he's a that he's a Jew, he's Neman. He's believed. So if he comes and says he's a convert, he's also believed because he could have just said that he's Jewish. So rather, it, the cases where you know that he was a guy, meaning not no, he was under. You were under the impression that he was a guy. He was always under the assumption he's a guy. So he starts off with a negative. Then he comes and claims that he converted. So therefore, you don't believe him unless you look into it. You need edim. You need uh, proofs. Bav edim imay. If he brings edim with him, minayin. How do I know that you accept it? Tamaloymar v'chiyager itchager. Now, the question the Gemara is going to ask is that if he has Edom, what do you need a Pasuk for? If he has Edom, of course you believe him. He has Edom. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Ba'aretzachem, the Pasuk says that you could accept a Ger Ba'aretzachem in your land. Go to the next page. Ainli Ela Ba'aretz. I only know that you could accept Gerim in Eretz Yisrael. B'chutz La'aretz Menayin. How do I know that you accept Gerim in Chutz La'aretz? Meaning, you might think you should only accept Gerim in Eretz Yisrael because of the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. But in Chutz La'aretz, how do I know you accept Gerim? Tam Lamer Itcha. B'chom Makam Sheitcha. The word Itcha teaches you accept Gerim in Chutz La'aretz. Imkain, not tell me about it. So why does he borrow Barat Sarah Lovirai, Bukhutzar Sain Sakhlovirai. Do Rabbi Rida says the reason why it says Barat is because only in Eritisol do you have to bring proof. And if a guy comes and says that he's a convert in Eritisol, you have to bring proof that he's a convert. He has to bring aid and why? Because you might think that Kadusha of Eritisol is he wants to claim to be a Jew because because he wants to he wants to pre he he's he's excited about Kadusha of Eritisol. But in Chutzlar it's where you know, why else would he say he's Jewish? You don't have to bring proof. The Chacham say no. Bein bars b'mechutz l'aretz or chaviray. The Chacham say no. Anytime someone claims he's a ger, he has to bring proof, regardless of his arts or chutz l'aretz. Okay, we said before bahu ve'edavimai that if he comes with witnesses, then you accept it. So the question is, if he has witnesses, what do you need a pasuk for? Of course, you accept it. it's witnesses. Kralamali amrav sheishes damri shamanush and his guy bezin shaploini. The cases where the witnesses are not saying that they know that he converted, because if the witnesses say that they know that he converted, of course you accept it. Rather, the witnesses say they heard in Bezdin that he had converted. Not that they saw, not that they know, they heard. So Salkin, you might think Lailamini that should not be enough. Kamashwan, it's enough. Okay. So when it says that you accept the Pasuk tells you you accept Aidan, it's not talking about whether Aidan testify that he converted, because if they testify he converted, of course you accept it. The cases where the Aidan say that we heard in Bezdin that he converted. Says the Gemara Vaidir. So we said before that the Chamim the say you need to bring proof whether it's in Eretz Yisrael or in Chutz Laaretz. How do I know this? Because Itcha. Now here's the problem. We already use Itcha, meaning we're using Itcha for two things. One, to tell you that you accept Geirim in Chutz Laaretz, and number two is that you have to bring proof that you are a Megayer, that if he claims he's a Megayer, he has to bring Edom. So how do you use, learn two things from one word? Does Itcha teach you that you accept Gerim in Chutzlaretz, or does Itcha teach you that you have to bring a proof of the Geris? So the answer is, the Gemara says, Chada me'imach v'chada me'itcha. Chada me'idach v'chada me'itcha. So, uh, one is from Idach and one is from Itcha. Meaning, one teaching is from Idach and one teaching is from Itcha. Hold on one second. Recording stopped. Recording in progress. So the Gemara continues. So one is from Idach and one is from Itcha. Uh, Imcha. 
So the Gemara says, So what is the say? Why does the pasuk say ba'aretz? If the halachas are the same both in aretz and chutz la'aretz, why does it say ba'aretz? How mebayleid afilu ba'aretz mekabim gerim. The chiddush of ba'aretz is that you accept gerim in eretz yisrael. Meaning, sol kadeidachamini. You might think mishim tevus eretz yisrael megari that you should not accept gerim in eretz yisrael because the ones who are converting in eretz yisrael are the are doing it um, out of because of the beauty of eretz yisrael, but they're not doing l'shem shemayim. Because of the goodness of Eretz Yisrael, that's why they're converting. But it's not Lashem Shemaim. So you might think you shouldn't accept Gerim in Eretz Yisrael. Kamash one you accept. I nowadays there's no beauty of Eretz Yisrael, not the, at least not the way it used to be. The Hashanami Delekativusa, and even nowadays where there's no where the beauty of Eretz Yisrael is unfortunately diminished. But Ikeleket Shichupeyu Maiserani. There's still many uh, financial incentives that we give to poor people in Eretz Yisrael. So you might think that you don't accept Gerim in Eretz Yisrael because they're just doing it for financial incentive. Kamash one no. Kamash one, you accept it. Amr Chibar Abam Yechanan Halacha. The Halacha is Bein Baaretz Bein Bechutzlaretz Sarach Lahavi Raya. That you have to bring a Raya both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutzlaretz. I'm sorry. Kamash one. Amr Chibar Abam Yechanan Halacha Bein Baaretz Bein Bechutzlaretz Sarach Lahavi Raya. So, so the Gemara says the Halacha is Amr Yechanan Halacha Bein Baaretz Bein Bechutzlaretz Sarach Lahavi Raya. Bein Baaretz Bein Bechutzlaretz Sarach Lahavi Raya. So says the Gemara. The halacha is bein baaretz bein mechutzlaretz tzarech lahaviraya that we passed and we had a machlekes before whether you have to bring a proof in Eretz Yisrael and in chutzlaretz. So Rabbi Yehuda says you only have to bring a proof in Eretz Yisrael not in chutzlaretz. Chum say no both. The machlekes are in the Rabbanon says Rabbi Yehuda the halacha follows the Rabbanon not like the Rabbi Yehuda. So Gemara says pshita of course yachav rab malachik rab. Any time you have a minority against the majority you follow the minority you follow the majority. So of course the halacha follows the Rabbanon. So the Gemara says mau the same you might think mistaber time with the Rabbi Yehuda to come sile kra. You might think, Mistaber time in the Rav Yehuda. You might think that the 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 time of Rav Yehuda, that you might think we should follow Rav Yehuda because his logic is more reasonable because the pasuk is mashma like him. Kamashmalan, no, Kamashmalan. We don't follow Rav Yehuda. We follow the majority. Tan Rabbanon. Chazal teach. Ushvatetim tzedek bein ish bein achiv uben geiroi. The pasuk says that Ushvatetim tzedek that you have to judge righteously. Both by a person and his brother and his ger. Mekana Rabbi Yehuda, this is the source says Rabbi Yehuda, the Gershon is Gair Bebezdin. Because it says the Lashon of Mishpat, which is a judgment regarding a convert, teaches you that conversion requires a Bezdin of three, like any other judgment. But if someone converts by himself without a Bezdin, it's not effective. The story goes with someone that everyone thought he was Jewish. It was assumed that he was Jewish. But he comes, he says, I actually converted myself, meaning I'm not a Jew, and I converted myself, so it's not a good Geris. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Yeshal Chaydim, do you have witnesses? Amalei Lav, no. Yeshal Chabonim, do you have sons? Amalei Hayin, he says, yeah. Amalei Nemon, at the Lifsal Satzmachov, Yata Nemon, Lifsal Spanecha. He says, you are Nemon to passel yourself, meaning you're claiming that you're a guy. So you're believed to passel yourself, meaning you're believed that you're a guy that you can no longer marry any Jewish women, because even though we don't know whether you're a guy or not, by you saying you're a guy, we're going to treat you like a guy. It's like making a nether. So you're neman to say that you're a guy, but you're not neman to passel your sons. You don't have the right to passel your sons. So you're saying you're a guy, but your kids are not going. Because again, it's not that you're actually a guy. It's that by you saying you're a guy, it's sort of like you made a nether. That you treat yourself like a guy. But your kids, you don't have the right to pass. Says Rabbi Yehuda, you don't have the right to pass your kids. Says the Gemara, is that true? Umiyam Rabbi Yehuda, Abadam Lehmehemen, is it true that Rabbi Yehuda says that you're not Nemon to pass your sons, Vahatanya? But doesn't the Brisa teach, Yaki, Yaki, Ren, Lachay, Ren, the Pasa says, Yaki, 
that you have the right to recognize your son, meaning you have the right to testify about your son, says Rabbi Yehuda. A person has the right to say, this is my son and he's the Bechar. And just like you have the right to say that this is my son he's a Bechar, you could say that your son is a Cholol. You could say that you lived with a, a Grush and a Chalutza and your son is Pasal. And you have the right to Pasal your son. So if you have the right to Pasal your son and say that he's a Mamzer, say that he's a Cholol, why can't you say he's a guy? But according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's a contradiction, right? Now we're saying the Rabbi Yehuda says you don't have the right to pass your son to say that he's a guy, but you have the right to say that he's a chal. So what's the difference? So it says two answers. The, the reason why he's not neman is because you're saying you're a guy. Fine, if you're a guy, then you're pasleidus, because you're a guy. And if you're a guy, you're not neman. So the, we, the reason why we accept to say that you, you, your child's puzzle is because you, you have the right to testify about your son, but if you're claiming you're a guy, then a guy can't testify. That's why we don't believe you regarding the son. Ravina, my Ravina has a different answer. He says, Ravina says like this, you have the right to pass your son because of the Pasuk. You don't have the right to pass your grandson. So whenever you this says you're not Neman, that means if you have grandchildren, then you cannot pass your son or your grandchildren. But you have the right to pass your son. So if your son has no children, you can pass your son and say that he's a guy. But if your son has children... Then you have no longer, you do not have the right to passel your grandchildren. So that, that's the that's the chilik. So you have two answers of what Rav Yudashita is. Either the first answer is the reason why you're not neman to passel is because your son you're claiming to be a guy, and therefore you can't passel your son because a guy is passel this. Or you're not neman to passel your son only when there's grandchildren involved. The Gemara says we have a riot to the second opinion. There's a brisa like this. The brisa says Rav Yudah says neman adam loimar al benoi katan vein neman al benoi gadol. Rav Yudah says this cryptic line that you're allowed to testify about your younger son but not your older son. What does that mean? It says the Gemara of Amrav Chia bar Amrav Yechanan loy katan katan mamish loy gadol gadol mamish. When it says you're allowed to testify about your younger son but not your older son, it doesn't mean um, young and old in age. Young means no grand. Uh, young means no grandchildren. So you could you could possibly your younger son, meaning a son without children. Your older son that means he has children. So you see, this is a raya to to the second opinion that there's a difference between children and grandchildren. However, the halacha follows the first view, not the second view. The first view, which made the distinction between a goy and a mamzer, that's how we pass him, and not the second view, which says that there is a chilik between. Um, children and grandchildren, that, that's not how we paskin. I, Hatani, Kavas, Dervina, but doesn't the second view have a Bryce that backs it up, that the Bryce says there's a distinction between children and grandchildren? So why don't we paskin that way? So the Gemara says, The Bryce that says that there's a distinction between grandchildren and children was not referring to testifying their Goyim. That the Bryce wasn't referring to. The Bryce was referring to testifying that they're a Cholol, testifying that they're Puzzle. That you're, there's a distinction between a grandchild and a child. But when it comes to a guy, that we actually pass in, you're not able to testify about anybody that you're a guy, and therefore that's not what the Bryce is referring to. Okay. Right turn the Gemara. If a convert comes to convert, nowadays we push him away a little bit. We say, Why are you coming to convert? Don't you know that we're beaten up, we have anti-Semitism, and we're low? We try to push him away because we want to we want to weed out the people that are not l'shem shemaim. Because once you convert, you're Jewish. If he says, "I know all about the anti-Semitism and all the lowness of Klai of any kadai, but I'm not worthy of joining Klai so then we accept him. Once we accept him, my dear, I say, 
mitzvahs chalas, mitzvahs mitzvahs chamaris. We tell them a little bit about the easy mitzvahs and a little bit about the more severe mitzvahs. My dear, I say often like a shichupeya. We tell them about the severity of not giving like a shichupeya meiserani, which is the laws of tzedakah. We'll see why in a moment. My dear, ayin son. Anshan shal mitzvahs, and we make them aware of the einshan shal mitzvahs, of the uh, punishments of not of doing averus. Armelo, we say, have you there? Don't you know? Shad shaloi basa. Before you convert a chal to chelav, you could eat chelav yata on shkaris. You're not going to get karis. Chilal to shabbos, you could be mechal shabbos on shkila. You're not going to get skila. Va'achshav, but now a chal to chelav on shkaris. Chilal to shabbos on shkila. Now that you do, you're going to get punished. So we tell them that, but. While we do tell them all the negative, we don't want to tell them too much because you don't want to push away the people that are actually legit. We do tell them the punishment. We tell them a little bit about the reward. You should know the next world is really where all the schar comes from, meaning not in this world, it's next world, which is... The Jewish people now go to the next page. We can't get too much good in this world because the Yitzhahara will use that to, to cause us to sin. But we don't get punished. We don't get destroyed either. They ain't but don't tell them too much about negativity, about the Averis, because it's going to scare him away. They ain't in a love, and we don't overwhelm him. We don't overwhelm him too much. Then the Gemara says. Kibbala love, if once all this happens, once he accepts it, we uh, we uh, have him convert, uh, we do the brismila right away. He lifts some of the skin after the brismila, some skin still on the area of the brismila, some foreskin left over. Chayzin, you go back, because it could be, it's ma'akiv. And you do a second brismila. Once he heals, he put him in the mikveh right away. And when he goes into the mikveh, you have two rabbanim there. The Gemara is going to amend it and make it three because we know you need a bezdin. And before he goes into the mikveh, we remind him again of mixes, mixes, kalas, mitzvahs, chamur, some of the mitzvahs. Once he goes in the water and comes out, he is a Jew legamri. When a woman converts, some women put them in the water. Atzavar until their necks. Then Then the rabbanim stand outside. They could just see the top of their head. Top of their head going to the water. Again, you tell them some of the mitzvahs. These halachas of conversion are the same for both a convert and for the second dipping of your slave. As I said yesterday, when you buy a non-Jewish slave, you dip him once as a slave, and then you dip him a second time, then he's free. When he goes free, you dip him a second time. That second dipping has the same halachas as any other convert. And you, the mikvah that a ger convert a ger uh, converts in has to be the kosher mikvah for a woman. It has to be kosher mikvah. And anything that would invalidate a woman going to the mikvah for nida that would be invalidating a ger as well. I mean, as all the halachas of a of a nida when it comes to the mikvah. So we push him away a little bit. My time, the parish nifrish, because we're hoping to weed out the people that are not sincere. said, the converts are as difficult to claw Yisrael like skin disease. Because if a convert is not l'shem shemayim, then 
He's just uh, basically uh, you're creating non from Jews, so we have to make sure to weed out those that are not sincere. Then my dear and I say, Avon Lika Shekhropeya, we tell him about the severity of not giving Tzedakah, my taima, Amrafhi Barab, Amrabiechanon, Ben Noyach Nera Galpachas Meshava Pruta, Valinitinli Shabban. Why do we tell him about the severity of not giving Tzedakah? Because non Jews get punished on even less than a Shava Pruta, stealing even less than a Shava Pruta, says, says Rashi. This creates a certain cheapness amongst non-Jews. So we want them to realize that before they convert, they got to give a lot of tzedakah, because they, they're cheaper in their uh, previous religion. They don't have standard tzedakah like we do, and therefore we want to make sure that they are aware of that. What's the source that you push away the convert a little bit? Because the Pasuk says about Naomi, that Naomi tried to push away Rus before she converted. It says, She saw that Rus was going with her, so she started to talk to her. What did she say? She said, you should know. She was trying to tell us some of the severity of the halachas. You should know this. It's Chum Shabbos. So what did Rus say? Wherever you go, I go. Meaning, I'll keep Shabbos. She said, you know, there's a thing called Yichud. You can't seclude with a man. Rus said, wherever you sleep, I'll sleep. Meaning, I won't sleep uh, in the same room as men. Then Arpas, uh, Naomi said, you know the 613 mitzvah. She said, your people are my people. I accept it. You came to idolatry. Your God is my God. You know this four mises, uh, you know, Serefa, Skila, Herig, and Chenek. Bashar to Musiyamas, wherever you die, I will die. Base Kfar Mnuslebez, you know, not everyone is buried in the same place because you don't bury Rishon next to Sadiqin. Shamek cover, wherever you, wherever you bury, wherever you are buried, I will bury. Miyad immediately, but Terakim says, as he, once Naomi saw, then she said, oh, then it's, uh, then I accept it. Then she, we see that she's L'shem Shemayim. Says the Gemara, just to finish up the daf, Kibol Malanais and Miyad, once you accept, then you should do the Brismila right away. My time, Mishaminan. We don't want to postpone the mitzvah. Once you have a person who's willing to convert, you have to do it right away. The Gemara says that if there's parts of the skin that are left over after the Brismila accidentally, you have to go back. Then some skin is Ma'akiv, Kidzitanan. As the Mishnah says, These are the skin that's mak of the mila. The skin that covers roiv of the top of the of the the, the bris mila. And he can't eat truma. He's considered uncircumcised as an uncircumcised slave until that part of the skin is removed. And some say it's the skin on top, not the circumference. It's the skin on top. We have two Tamidhamim. I'm sorry, Right away when he heals, he goes into the mikvah. Why don't you dip him in the mikvah before the heal? So the answer is It makes sense. The water is irritant to an open wound. So you want to make sure that the brismila heals before you dip him in the mikvah. You have two Tamidhum there uh, to see the procedure of the of the of the mikvah. I thought you need three, you need a bez and not witnesses. Change the gears and make it three. Okay. Top of other Once he goes into the mikvah and comes out, he is a Jew legamri. Lamai hilchasa for what halacha? It means that after he goes out of the mikvah, he's a Jew. Even if he goes off the derech and then marries a woman, it's a valid marriage, meaning that we don't undo the gears. He's just considered a non-from Jew, and therefore, if he's mekadesh a woman, it's considered a good kedushin. The last and 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 one with this. It said that that the same laws of gerus. Uh, of the mikvah for Geiris, apply to the second dipping of a, a slave. When you emancipate him legamri and he becomes a Jew, 
it's the same same halachas. The Gemara understands kasal gadaitach the couple of all mitzvahs. The Gemara understands that the same way, meaning the halachas of conversion of a ger is the same halachas for emancipating a slave, which implies that when you emancipate a slave, he has mekabel terim mitzvahs. The same way a convert is mekabel terim mitzvahs, so to emancipation of a slave, he also mekabel terim mitzvahs. Here's the problem. Or minu, I have a contradiction. Ba'med var morim beger, avavavav meshuchra ain't sarch lekabel. The brayse clearly states that only a convert has to accept terim mitzvahs, but when you dip a slave in for the second time, he doesn't have to be Mekabal Terimitzvah. This kind of makes sense also, because after the first dipping, between the first dipping and the second dipping, he's already keeping some Terimitzvah, he's he's keeping the laws that women have. The point is, you have a contradiction. The Bryce implies that when you dip a slave for the second time to free him, he needs, has the same laws of conversion, he has to Mekabal Terimitzvah. But the Bryce clearly says he doesn't. So how do you reconcile? So the Gemara answers, and the answer is, it's a machlekes of Shimon Lazar and the Rabbanon. Detanya, as the Brisa says, the Pasuk says that when you get a Yafastaira, which is a captive uh, non-Jewish woman in, in war, that she has to she has to mourn her parents, mourn her parents, and, and cry for a month, then you can marry her. Says the Gemara. Bamedvorm says the Rabbanon. Says the Rabbanon. If she's willing to be makabal Torah mitzvahs, then you could dip her right away because then she'd come Jewish. Meaning, according to Rabbanon, there's no such musig as dipping a, a person in the mikvah and having them turn Jewish without accepting Torah mitzvahs. They have to accept Torah mitzvahs. But says the Shemin Allah, no. Here's what you could do if you want to marry her right away. Dip her in the mikvah once as a slave, then dip her in the mikvah as a second time, and then she's free. And even though she was never Mechabal Torah Mitzvah, it's fine. Rishim Delazar holds you never have to Mechabal Torah Mitzvah when it comes to dipping in for a slave. And by the way, the Chiddush is, you dip her once, you dip her a second time in, 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 in succession, it works, even though she wasn't keeping Torah Mitzvah in between. He holds you don't have to. So it's a Machalik, Rishim Delazar, and the Rabbanon, whether when you dip to emancipate a slave, to have to Mechabal Torah Mitzvah. Rishim Delazar says no, the Chalmers say yes, and that reconciles the contradiction in the Brises.